Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Jenks Lambert podcast. We're here, week one. Here we go. This it's is game week. We've been waiting for. Yep. Let's let's get right into it. So this is gonna be our first of many episodes during the season. One episode a week coming to you Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon, uh, making our game picks. So we're gonna make all for game picks. Um, me and Jenks both. We're gonna be giving you guys an upset game to watch for, and we're gonna be giving you guys the our our game of the week. What we think is going to be the best game. Um, this week one and uh, ready to get into it. Next week will be the same thing, but we're going to start with a recap going back to looking at our picks, you know, who, who picks better recap and going over any big games, news, all that. So let's get right into it. Let's do it. Welcome to the Jenks and the hammer podcast, <laughs> bringing you the latest NFL news and insights from the perspectives of two diehard fans. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some football talk with Jenks and the Hammer. And here we go, here we go! Alright, first game of the year, Thursday night football at 820. The Detroit Lions at the defending world champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, and, and some big news for this, this for this game, if anyone doesn't know. Travis Kelsey today, hyperextended his knee. We're recording this Tuesday night. Huge news dropped on all fantasy football players around the world, as well as uh Kansas City Chiefs fans. So huge news to note for this game. We'll see if he's in or out. I think it's gonna be a game time decision. I have him two in my two in my leagues, so I gotta find a new tight end quick. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't really think this. I mean, don't get me wrong. If he if he can't go Thursday night, it's a big loss. But I don't know, Kansas City. You the defending champs. You got Pat Mahomes. You got the best coach in the league. I still gotta go Kansas City here. I. I like it, but I think I got to go to the Lions, man. Really? Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell's coming out. I think the Lions. I don't think you know, about Here's that. the thing. Here's the thing. Kansas City, I think, is going to have a great season. I'm yeah. not saying, like, Kansas City is going to lose this game and it's going to be like, oh, like, Kansas City's not themselves. I think the Lions just come out. I think they, they, they're they fully healthy other than, like, Jameson Williams is out for for whatever suspension because of gambling, whatever. But I think I think golf comes out, proves something. Gibbs proves something. Amon Ra proves something. I just think they come out. And if Travis Kelsey's out, I, I think 10 out of 10, I think I'm going to pick the Lions. But if Travis Kelsey's in, maybe it's a little bit wavering. But I, I just think the Lions, I've hope in them this this game. I think they're going to prove it to a lot of a lot of NFL fans that they're a, a force to be reckoned with this season. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's definitely like it's built up in the way to be the Detroit Lions like – like a yeah, story, game, you know yeah. what I mean? Because it's like, you know, the Lions and they're this up and coming underdog team. And, you know, what better to better way to make a statement than week one against yeah. the defending world champs, you know, in their house. Thursday night football, the first game of the year. But I just, I don't see it. I, don't, I just don't see it because they got, Kansas City's got number 15 over there and they got the best coach in the league. <laughs> And no, I agree. Find, we're I've gonna been, find ways to win with Travis. No, Kelsey. I've been That's I've been game. harping on the I've been harping down on the Patrick Mahomes MVP season and Pat and Kansas City Super Bowl champions this year. So I, I 100% see where you're coming from, but I just think the Lions. You know, Dan Campbell's got them going over there, so I'm I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what they do. Interesting. 
All right, first game on Sunday, 1 o'clock, we got the Carolina Panthers, um, who had the number one pick in the, this year's draft, selected Bryce Young. They're taking on their division rival in Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons, 1 o'clock. Um, this is going to be, you know, it's one of the division games that are early, so it's exciting. It means a lot. It's not like you're playing a, you know, out-of-conference team, out-of-division team. Yeah. Like, you're playing your division rival week one. And, this is big time. Young. This is an important game. Bryce yeah. Young First and game. B. John Robinson, probably the two and leaders for well, all, yeah. offense rookie of the year. Atlanta's at home, though. I think Atlanta upgraded their roster big time this offseason, especially with additions like Jesse James in the secondary. They got Calais Campbell um, on the defensive line. Had a good draft. Uh, I got to go Atlanta Falcons. You know, I, I agree here. And I kills me as a Saints fan to say it, you know, the – the fail clowns will never get my respect. The terrible organization, terrible team. But, you know, I just think the Panthers, I think Bryce Young's going to come to this game, come in a little bit uneasy. You know, like I think he's going to come in, have a few struggles early. He might adjust. He might he might start to turn it around. But I just think this is game, like, this is first ever NFL game right off the bat, like getting right into it. So, you know, I think, uh, I, I just think he struggles a little bit, a little bit too much too early. And I think the Falcons win might be a close game because you know that the Falcons still have Desmond Ritter, but I think they do have a solid defense over there. So I think the Falcons win probably by like a touchdown, touchdown, maybe eight points. Yeah. It's going to be a close game. going to be a close game. Two younger teams, right? Yeah. Week one. So um, moving on to the next game, we got another division game, one o'clock, um, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns in the dog pound, taking on the Browns. Um, this is a like like I said. This is a very important game, right, for the standings for your division. Um, and we're talking about this isn't the Carolina Panthers and Falcons, who are probably you know two teams. Let's say not in the running for you know probably not the favorites to be first in the division. Like we're talking about the Bengals, who you know what I mean, were one game away, away from the yeah. Super Bowl, and we're talking about the Browns, who have improved that roster a lot. And the Sean Watson's yeah, going to come back. Sean Watson turns it around. He's yeah. going yeah, he's going to be you know like himself this season everyone's hoping and you know guessing. So this is going to be this is up there for maybe being the game of the week. This is a you know really important game and just two really good football teams, but at the when I look at this and it's two good football teams, I mean, you know, you look at home field, you look at you know, head coach, QB, defense, you know, and as the season goes on, then you can really look at who's good against the pass, who's good against the run, you know what I mean, who's healthy, who's injured. But week one, I think you got to go with the better QB. And that's, um, you know, Joe Burrow. So I got to go with Cincinnati. I like Cincinnati. It. I'll go Cincinnati in a high-scoring game. I like where you're coming from. But here's here's my thing. At the end of the day, the Browns have, have a dog pound. These are the dogs over here. These are my underdogs of the pick. Under, underdog pick of the week right here. Is it? Dogs this versus is the it. cats. Dogs versus the big cats, you know. Browns are going to come out. Deshaun Watson's going to show the league he's turned it around, even though he's still creep. Not not, not, not changing that. He's still creep. Yeah. He's going to turn a, it around. Amari Cooper is going to have a great season. Great, great year. I think he's going to have a great game starting off the year. And I think Nick Chubb as well is going to be a force to be reckoned with for the, for the Bengals. And keep in mind, the Bengals lost both of their starting safeties in uh, Jesse Bates and Von Bell. So, I think the I think the Bengals struggle early on defense, and I think the the Browns come out hot, and I, I think the Browns win in a close game. Like you said, I think it probably will yeah. a shootout, be a shootout. Uh, but I think I think the Browns have what it takes this year, and and who knows this might this game could not correlate to the rest of the season. Like maybe the Bengals struggle early. Like the Bengals lost to the um to the Steelers, I think in week one, week two last year. Yeah, crazy. And game. the Steelers weren't like Steelers weren't anything great last year. They still yeah. lost. So I think Bengals I think Bengals turn it around after this game, but I think the Browns come out. Shut them up, like shut up the hype, and then uh, turn their season around this year with uh, Deshaun Watson at, at the helm. Yeah, I, yeah, but like you said, I think this game, this is going to be a close game. This is no blowout. This is a close, close game, division um, game. You know, rivals um, and two very good teams. It's not one sided, um, but yeah, I think it's high scoring. But for me, I got to go with I got to go with the QB. So that's just me. I get right, moving, moving on to our next game. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Minnesota Vikings, one o'clock. Um, Vikings, you? Uh, you went to it quick, yeah. Vikings, dude. Bucks, yeah, yeah. Bucks are terrible. Tampa just Tampa's yeah. gonna be. I think Tampa right has now. third overall pick next year. Even though, honestly, though, maybe second. Even 
For I real know. though, I truly feel like, and I think it's becoming, I think a lot more people are starting to realize it now too. Minnesota is not going to be that good this year. They're just not. I have them finishing third in the division. They lost a lot of pieces, and people like it goes unnoticed. Yeah, but they still got the best receiver in the league. Names, yeah, I get that. But it's a receiver, all right. Yeah, it's but he—he's not. He, you a, saw what he did to the Bills, man. He, he had a not, forty-one catch, and that carried them to the win. Like, it's things like that. Like no one else has them, so no one else has a guy like that. Yeah, but he's not. I don't think he, he makes up. I don't want to say he could. He can't take over a game because he can, but like. He makes up for the mistakes the team makes. And my, and you know what I mean? Like he makes up for mistakes. Like Kirk Cousins makes a mistake. Yeah, but I don't know. You could say the same thing a couple years ago. DeAndre Hopkins was the best receiver in the league, but that didn't help that Houston team. They always sucked. I look. I don't think. I don't think Minnesota sucks. I think they take a step down. I think they win seven games. I think this game, though, I don't know. At the same time, too, Tampa's like a scrappy team. They still got some good guys. I think I think it's and plus it's week one, right? You gotta get the jitters out. I kind of feel like it's gonna be a close game, but I'm gonna take the Vikings. I mean, they have a better roster than Tampa, but I think Minnesota has a down year, but they they get a win week one, you know. But I think but I think it's a close game. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. As an OU fan, I got to watch Baker Mayfield, and I was like, this guy is gonna come into the league, and he's gonna be a dog. And he and he, and he was for like a year, maybe too and then he had that injury you know and he hasn't really been the same since so maybe who knows maybe he turns it around but in training camp you saw a few videos where he was throwing the ball five yards over receivers heads and it, it didn't look good so until he proves me wrong this season i got the i got the bucks doing terrible so i uh, easily vikings for me here next game this is my upset of the week one o'clock we got the san francisco 49ers heading to pittsburgh to take on the steelers um, I'm going Steelers. I'm going Steelers. The Steelers are known, especially the best couple of years for coming out. Um, week one, pretty strong. They beat Buffalo, I think, two, three years ago. Uh, last year, they w- had that crazy game with Cincinnati. They picked off Burrow, I think, four times, you know, one in overtime in Cincinnati. And I was picking Steelers even after the news came out today that Nick Bosa is probably going to be holding out. He's, yeah, he's probably not going to play week playing. one. And I think George Kittle's a little banged up too, and he's not going to play week one. But even before this, these announcements came out this morning, Tuesday morning, I was still picking the Steelers to win, and this just makes me feel even more confident in that pick. I think the Steel, I mean, I think the 49ers will be the number two seed in the NFC. They're going to win the division, all that. But I think the Steelers with Mike Tomlin, I think they're at home. They're just they're a good football team. You know, are, are they as talented as the 49ers? No. Are they... Do they have the offensive mind like Shanahan? Like, no, but they're just that gritty team that's not going to give up. That's, and I feel like it's just that type of team that's just going to come up, come out week one and just perform. So I got, I got the Steelers, and that's my upset pick. I think it's a, I think it's a good pick. I, I, I think a lot of people are very, very shaky on uh, Brock Purdy right now. Yeah. No one knows how this, this guy could have an absolute flop of the season after what he did last season, starting off, I think, five and zero for the 49ers. And if he is able to continue that streak, I mean, they're going to have a great season. But I think with their offense and their defense, even with Nick Bosa out, they it just have too, too many great players on much. that team that I just think, you know, I think they I think they beat the Steelers. It could be a close game. Like you said, week one, like this is the hardest week to predict. Games I think, I think it's yeah, it's, this is the toughest week to predict. I think it's a close game, though. I don't I don't see the Steelers going to mm-hmm. blow out week one at home. That's just weird to me. Yeah, no, and and is yeah, like you said, it's at home. There's going to be everyone waving the terrible towels around. Like it's going to be a crazy game, but I just think the 49ers defense and their rosters as as a whole is just too strong for the for the Steelers. And I, I mean, I, I would be I think Kenny Pickett and George Pickens have some brewing down there. I have the Steelers in my seventh pick for the seventh or the seventh seed for my uh, playoff predictions. But I just think the 49ers have have a great team, and I I don't want to pick against that for Week One because I don't know. I mean, who knows? Maybe they come out and they shit the bed. So yeah, I, I, just, we'll I just think the 49ers are going to win, but who knows? We'll see. It's week one. Never know. Moving on to the next game, we got the Houston Texans taking on the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore at 1 o'clock. Um, yeah, uh, kind of simple here, kind of like Tampa Vikings. You got to go Baltimore, better roster, top to bottom. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, and it's I, not really, and there's Lamar not really much to say. Team. Houston's a 
Not really a talented team, a young team. Lamar's got a lot of proof. Ravens made a lot of moves this offseason, mm-hmm. putting around weapons. They got Mark Andrews, Odell, Zay Flowers, Rashawn Bateman. Um, they got a lot know, going. They got, they there, got yeah. some. They got a couple guys in the backfield. That defense, Dobbins, that defense, hopefully healthy. J.K. Dobbins, Look, the most in. injury prone player ever. Yeah. So injury prone. Um, that defense is always ready to play. Um, you know what you're going to get at special teams with Justin Tucker kicking at home. You know, I got against a rookie QB to get a go Baltimore easy pick. Yeah, here. I think I think CJ Stroud gets. I think he gets like a little bit. Uh, I, I think I think CJ struggles a lot in this game. Yeah, I think he gets overloaded with like. I, I mean, Baltimore's gonna, a tough environment to be packed. Yeah, they're gonna pack the house, here. pack the stadium. Their defense is gonna be. Their defense isn't like anything crazy, but they do have Marlon Humphrey. They have. Uh, I'm blanking on. Oh, Kyle Hamilton, who's who's all right. Like. They have a few very solid guys on that defense, and their offense is—I just think—too much for that team. And I think the—I think the Texans play from behind the whole game, and CJ Stroud's going to throw a few, a few picks, being too aggressive. So I definitely like the Ravens in this game as well. Yeah. Moving on to the next game, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Colts, baby. The Colts uh, in Andy Indy. Richardson. So yeah. um, again, this is another one of those picks where it's like. I think it's kind of one-sided. Jacksonville's the more talented team. Yes, it's an away game, but more talented team. They won a playoff game a season ago. Um, they only they got added, better. They added, added Calvin yeah. Ridley. Um, you know, Colts with that whole JT situation. We don't know what's going on there. Is he even is he so, even playing week one? Like, no, he's he's got he's, going, he's out right. I think he's, he's out, out the for first four games. Four games. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I think I got Jacksonville easy here. Could be a blowout. There's this small little piece inside of me, though. Like, there's this little guy in my head saying, like, Anthony Richardson, like, week one, rookie year. Like, I feel like he's going to put on a show. I don't think – With his they're, legs. I don't, I don't they're they're not going to win the game. Jacksonville's not going to win the game. But part of me feels like we're going to see a lot of Anthony Richardson. Um, speaking of him, too, he was named a captain already. And, you That's know, impressive. He's, he, he's a rookie. He's – very young. He's he's already a captain of the team, so that proves his leadership. Part of me feels like he's gonna rip off the jersey and there's gonna be a little S on his chest. I think he's good. I think he's gonna have a really good week one. Just part of me says that. I don't think they win the game. I think it's maybe closer than people think, but I got Jacksonville. Yeah, no, I, I easily I got the Jaguars. You know, I just think they added too much. Calvin really is gonna add so much power to that offense. But that was already solid last year. It wasn't anything crazy. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, they went what? Like, not. Did they? I didn't think they went five. Like, just above five hundred, just below the Jaguars. Jaguars. They were having a rough season. They went on a run, like with the last four games of the year, something like that. So, you know, I think the Jaguars come out win this game week one. It's a pretty easy matchup for them with Anthony Richardson playing as in his first game, and like you said, JT being out. I think the Jaguars come out and uh, overpower the the Colts at home. But uh, I mean. I don't take it as anything like anything crazy. Like Jacksonville is like an insane team. In my yeah. opinion, I don't think they're anything insane, but I just think the Colts right now are too young and developing for the, yeah. to win this game. Definitely. Next game, we got Jenks' big game that he will be oh, yeah. going to. He's going the to dome. the dome. He's going to be live tweeting, you know, sending a lot of pictures, videos, putting on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. So make sure you guys are following us on all those um, social media platforms. But Yep, we got the Tennessee Titans heading to New Orleans to take on the Saints yeah. at one o'clock. Um, you know, I think this. I you know, I think the Saints are definitely the better team. Um, they're at home, create home field advantage. Um, you know, I think and everyone kind of knows this. I think the big key to stopping the Titans is stopping that running game, making them one dimensional, yeah. and uh, that's the key for the Saints. And I think, I think the Saints win by a good uh, 10, 14 points. Yeah. I want to say this, um, in the new era, like Carr era, Derek Carr era starting for us, all Saints fans right now are very, very excited. Like, everyone is very hyped. Like, it's it's like the upgrade from Andy Dalton to Derek Carr is just something that you, it's like, it's hard to explain in terms of anyone else, any other fan base, because no one was really watching Andy Dalton come out and just suck every single game. Like, you see, there's like that infamous slow-mo of the Arizona Cardinals guy doing a a front flip behind Andy Dalton, just like looking up in the sky, like in disbelief. Cause the guy sucked. He was just straight terrible. He could not throw the ball to anyone. And I- I'm just excited for Derek Carr. You know, I mean, we do have Alvin Kamara out this week 
uh, in the next three weeks is, or the next two weeks after this game. But I think Jamal Williams is going to be a bell cow for us this week. And then, and then you look at like guys like Chris Olave, Michael Thomas. Then you look at Juwan Johnson. Like our offense has the firepower there. And also, I think Brian Brissy, Cam Cam uh, Cam Jordan, and then Carl Granderson, uh, Nathan Shepard, a few, a few other guys up there. I think I think they overpower the the run defense or the run offense for the Titans, and I'm excited to see what they do against Derrick Henry. Because fun note, the last two games we've played the Titans, we've never actually faced Derrick Henry. So completely new thing for our defense. So I still think the Saints win 10 to 14 points, like you said. Maybe maybe a little bit more. I'm hoping they they just come out firing with Derrick Carr. So we'll see. But I'm excited to see it in the dome. Yeah, definitely. That's that's going to be a interesting game. Um, you know, for the Saints too. You you want to see that offense explode. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, compared to got, last year, they got year, the yeah. QB, they got a lot of weapons, so that's a definitely an exciting team to watch. Next game we got is the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Washington Commanders, one o'clock game. Um, again, not much to be said here. You know, Arizona with these trades they're making, and they're getting rid of everyone, cleaning the house. They're tanking. Um, the Commanders, think, the Commanders. I think Kyler Murray starts this game. Like I don't no, think he's, he's out. No, he's yeah. out. No, Josh Dobbs is starting, who they traded for from from uh, Cleveland a couple, I think, a week ago or two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, your QB just came from another team two weeks ago. You know, I mean, I don't know if you watched that pump up pump up speech that the Arizona Carl- Cardinals terrible, terrible know, dude coach gave, but that is a uh, wow. Yeah, wow. you saw you just, saw Pat McAfee talking about it, dude. It was yeah, like that's not good. everyone's sitting there in the um, in the room, just like. Yeah, but everyone, everyone on that terrible. team, everyone on that team knows what's about to go down this season, and you know they're trying to, you know, they're training everyone, cleaning house. Yeah, here, here, hammer, hammer. Let me ask you this: you think, you think they just sit Kyler Murray the whole season and just put him on like IR or something, and you they, they just tank? Because I mean, if I you think about I it, like I don't, you, I don't know, I don't know, I don't think so. I mean, you know who the they're going for? Caleb Williams. Yeah, exactly. So I think like it would be interesting. They yeah, could but sit I think, Kyler Murray I think, or trade him no. and just say, if they if they, if they can get a trade that they like, I think they trade him. But if not, I don't know. I see him playing because it's like, I think Murray and the Arizona Cardinals would be like, yeah, exactly. They, they know what direction this is going to. So Kyle is going to come to Arizona and be like, can I like play some games? To, like try to get yeah. my stock up, you know what I mean? For a contract or for a trade or whatever, you know what I mean? Something like that, you know? So, I see that happening kind of later in the season, but yeah, right now it's, you know, and then speaking about the commanders, um, they got a lot of weapons on offense. We're going to see what Sammy does. Ned's boy. Howell. I'm excited. I'm excited. He does. Um, he that good. defense, we all know the commanders defense is good. That front seven, especially that defensive line is, is loaded with first round picks, talent, strength, speed, size, um, you know, in, Washington, the the uh, stadium is apparently sold out. So yeah, big, so I big think, game I, for Commanders. I think fans. I think Commanders uh get a very good win here. Yeah, no, probably I, I agree. by like could be a blowout. It could be, and and here's the could thing: be. like as a guy who lives near Washington D.C., like 20 minutes out, there's a there's a buzz in the area. Like you know, Commanders fans from everywhere in in the area they're they're hyped for this game. Like it's a new era. Dan Snyder's gone. There was at DC Defenders games in the spring. The biggest thing was F Dan Snyder. That was the biggest chant. It wasn't about the DC Defenders. It wasn't anything like that. They just cared about the Commanders and F Dan Snyder. Get him out. He's gone now. Commanders fans are hyped for the season. I think this is purely like a passion filled game. I think Commanders blow him out easily. Easy game. Moving on to the 425 games, we got the oh, the mm, Oakland. Yikes. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Las, I know the Las Vegas Raiders heading to Denver to take on the Broncos. Broncos. Um, this game to me is like a, the the biggest toss up I had going between games. I don't really know what to expect from these two teams all season long. It's a division game, so that makes it you know very important. But I just I don't really know what to I don't really know what to expect from both these teams. You know, Denver is probably gonna have Judy out. I don't. Everyone's really curious to see what the Sean Payton, Russell Wilson led Broncos is going to look like. The defense is going to be all right. The Raiders are interesting. They got a lot of weapons in offense. I think Chandler Jones, Grayson, if you want to speak on it, something happened with Chandler Jones. 
Dude, this week, dude, it was like this morning. I woke up and I'm I'm looking at Twitter and there's like screenshots of this guy. He's just, he's he's saying f you to the to the owner to the GM to the coach on Instagram. He's saying they won't let him into the building. It was like it was almost like a mental break. That's kind of what it looked like. Everyone's on like, is this like is this guy going like insane? Like what's what's going on over here? Like it was just a, a slew of just random things on his Instagram story that he's posting and, and it just didn't really look like himself. And it was a really weird situation. So I, I, he could not be playing this week. And if he's not playing, I mean, I, I don't think they have a shot. Not not just because of him. I no, already don't not, think they really have a, a game shot. Changer. But, I but think I they have a shot. Think, I think this is very even. I don't because I, I don't know what nah. to expect from both of these teams. Yeah, I don't think a guy like Jimmy think, G coming think, in and, and then Russell Wilson. Yeah, I don't think Denver's that much better than the Las Vegas. I just don't like. They're not. They don't. I don't. I don't know what to expect from neither of these teams. Um. And then another thing about the Raiders too. Today, Jimmy G, the good-looking Jimmy G, took a seventeen million dollar. Um, they restructured his deals to give him seventeen mil in cap space. Um, yeah. So that's interesting, especially when there's a lot of pass rushers not really happy with their contracts holding out. Nick Bosa, Brian Burns, Chris Jones. I don't know. Are they kind of making a move for someone? I can't really imagine Chris Jones just because it's in division, but Brian Burns. Nick Bosa, I don't know. This is, that's kind of it's interesting. Not that it means anything. Not doesn't mean that they're, you know, maybe they're getting cap for to sign Jacobs to a big deal. I, you know, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying they're going to get one of these pass rushers, but it's definitely a possibility. And knowing the Raiders too, the Raiders are known for a team that makes these big trades, right? Devontae yeah. going back a couple of years, you know, yeah, Chandler Jones, Antonio Brown, like they make these big moves. So who knows? We're going to see, but I'm going to go with Denver. They're in, you know, mile high. I think Denver's a little bit better roster rise. Yeah. Roster wise. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit better. Pat Sertain and Devonte Adams is going to be popcorn. Uh, must see TV and, but I will not be watching it because the Packers play at 425. So yeah, yeah I, I agree with the pick. I think I'm going to go Broncos here, but here, here's my reasoning. I think it's a little bit different. I will say, like, Max, you're right. Like, Chandler Jones isn't, like, going to be the big game changer in that. It's going to be Max Crosby. If Max Crosby does anything on defense, like, they have a shot. But I want to say this. The Denver Broncos went out and got one of the best coaches in the league in this past offseason. They got Sean Payton. Sean Payton's way up here. Uh, if I could go, if I could show you, I'd be way above the screen. And then Josh McDaniels is way, way, way below the screen. The coaching difference there is, it's indefinite. Like it, it's it's a ridiculous change there, and I don't believe in McDaniel's. I th- or McDaniel's. I think McDaniel's. Sorry, he's just a terrible coach. I don't think he's gonna be good. And you saw what he did last year. Like he, there were just multiple game decisions where it's like, what the hell is he doing? You have Devontae Adams. You have a guy like Derek Carr who can get him the ball. You have Josh Jacobs, the best running back in the league, and you're still Jacoby not Myers. able. Myers. Now they have Jacoby, Jacoby Myers as well. Like. And you can't do anything with them. Like, I I just think maybe he turns it around this year, but I don't believe in him. I think the Broncos win this game by maybe a touchdown, maybe like 10 points. I think also they also got Will Lutz from the Saints. If they need a game-winning field goal, I think he nails it. So I just got the Broncos here no matter what. I think that's my pick. Moving on. This is the game that probably is going to be the most fireworks, highlight plays back and forth, lighting up the scoreboard. We've got the Miami Dolphins heading to the Los Angeles Chargers at 425. Um, two very high-powered offenses. Defenses, too, with a lot of talent, too. Um, this game's a really exciting game, and it's like a fun pick, and it's a fun matchup mm-hmm. week one where they can really light it up, you know? Um, this is tough, really. I, this is like – I mean – the Raiders and Broncos was a toss up too, but those are kind of shittier teams. These are kind of more fun teams and good teams that we kind of expect to see in the playoffs, a wild card, you know, to be around there. Um, Chargers don't really have a great home field, you know, atmosphere, or whatever, and all that. Yeah. I don't know. This is kind of a, this is a tough pick. I'm going to go with the better roster, and I believe that's Miami. So I got Miami, and I'm very high on the Dolphins this year. I've Waddle in a couple of my leagues, fantasy leagues, and I have Tua. I don't know. I had them last year, and they did pretty good for me, except for when Tua got injured. But Tua has been learning how to take a hit, how to get tackled, how to fall down. So, hey, that's encouraging to me, and <clears throat> I got the Dolphins winning in a close game. And I, probably high-scoring game, it's going to be exciting. 
you see, I, I'm going to go the opposite way here. I, I got the Chargers. I don't know. I don't really know what you view here as the, the underdog. I had to look at the spread. I don't really know it off the top of my head. But I think the Chargers are Chargers sort of are, the Chargers underdog. Are, no, Chargers are, are the favorite. Dolph- yeah, Dolphins are the <sighs> underdog. See, that's a way. I feel like the Dolphins should. Uh, Dolphins could be the favorite just because of their offense. Like they they have stars over there, and I think uh, you know I think the Chargers just come out. Jalen Ramsey's out this week, so I think the Chargers have too much at receiver with Justin Herbert being able to get on the ball. Like Quentin Johnson, they just added too, so they have three solid solid receivers as well as Austin Eckler. I think the Chargers come out. I think they win by a solid touchdown, maybe two touchdowns. I think it's going to be a great game for the Chargers. They show out. They do well every every regular season. Like you come out, you see them week one through like eight is like their prime. Like they come out, everyone's like, "Oh, the Chargers are going to be something this year." And then done. Yeah, nothing else happens. So I think Chargers win this game pretty easily. Yeah. Well, easy. I don't know. I get Dolphins, but hey, we'll see. It's week one, right? Next game we got, we got the, the the defending NFC champs, the Philadelphia Eagles, heading to. New England that take on the Patriots at 425. Eagles. Um, yeah, Eagles, not really, not a lot to say right here. Got it. Um, just roster top to bottom. Coaching, gotta go Belichick though. But um I I'm think not, yeah. I think mm-hmm. I think I think the Patriots defense with Belichick and that group of guys they have in the, on that side of the ball can definitely slow down the Eagles a little bit on offense, but nothing to really make it a game. You know what I mean? You got I Mac think, Jones. Yeah, I think the Eagles win by a good uh, fourteen to twenty points, let's say. And uh, but I think I think there will be times though when the Patriots can get a three and out, and uh, at times. But uh, it's not going to really be a game. Yeah, no, no, their comment, Eagles, easy. Okay. Right. Next game we got, we got another, we got a division game, um, four twenty five. We got the Los Angeles Rams heading to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Um, Another game that's just kind of we don't know where the Rams are at right now. There's, the, I guess, this is, is a rebuilding is stage. Gonna, yeah, Cooper Cup's, Cooper Cup's probably it, not going to play. What's happening with him? Yeah, yeah, Cooper Cup's probably not going to play again. This they're, they're in a rebuilding stage. There's not a lot of talent. You know what I mean? And it's going to hurt Matthew Stafford and that offense if you don't have Cooper Cup. You know what I mean? That's 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 really it. Seattle is a tough place to play. Tough place to play, you know, except for the Rams mm-hmm. when you got a young group, young group of players. Um, that atmosphere is is gets nutty. So um I got Seattle talented. A lot of people are even picking Seattle to maybe win the NFC West. They're a really interesting team, had a really fun draft, drafting Devon Witherspoon, um, and JSN. Um, I don't know if Jason is making his debut. I don't know if they got announced yet, but even if he doesn't, I got Seattle winning. Yeah, I got Seattle. I think it's easy, easy pick here. I think Geno Smith comes out, does what he did last year, solid year. Like he's, I think now at his this point in his career, he's just gonna be a solid quarterback. Like he's gonna give you a solid performance every single week. I think that's gonna be enough to beat the the Rams pretty easily this week, um, without Cooper Cup especially. Easily Seattle, maybe seventeen points, yeah. fifteen, something like that. I think I think they win. Next game we got. The big game, the game of the week. It's the game of the yeah, week. It's, not, it's the game of the week. Um, we got the Green Bay Packers going on to going to Soldier Field, take on the Chicago Bears at four twenty-five. Um, wow, this is a lot. Um, this is an interesting game. It really, really is. Um, to get this Jordan matchup, Love era. Yeah, not a better way to start than playing the Chicago Bears. Um. This is this is an awesome game to have week one, right? You got two young QBs, two future, you know, that, that we think. You this know, is the, the future, future of the rivalry, you know. Future of the Bears, exactly. Future of the Bears, future of the Packers, or Jordan Love. Um, this is an exciting game. I can't wait. I understand why it's 425, why they made a game of the week. I see this game playing out two ways. One, I think Chicago had a big offseason. Everyone's jacked up. Home opener, taking on the Green Bay Packers. They don't have that bad man number twelve anymore. Like it's our time, and they're gonna come out with that energy, and they're gonna win. Either all right. The second way, the second way I think I see this playing out is Green Bay is going to come out and run the football down their throat, 
and control a game and make Justin Fields one-dimensional and ha- making him have to throw with Rashawn Gary in his face when he's throwing to Jair Alexander, Rasul Douglas, and it's going to be tough, and Green Bay is going to win by 10 points. And we're just going to control the clock. Cause I, and I say that because Detroit, um, Chicago's front seven is not very good, and the Packers have one of the best offensive lines in the league. They got probably the best running back core in the league with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. I think they're going to be running the ball a lot, you know, especially with Jordan Love. You know, first game, kind of ease them into it. And that. so those are the two ways I see it playing out. But either way, I see it being a low-scoring game, 17-14, 20-17, something like that, low-scoring game. I think both offenses are kind of kind of – struggle early in the game and they're going to find their rhythm kind of in the second half a little bit towards halftime. Um, so it's tough. I don't know. Part of me is like, I don't know. It's tough. I mean, I'm going to pick the Packers to win. I'm a Packer fan. I expect to win. Um, it's the shitty Chicago bears. Like it's our game. You know what I mean? But part of me says I could see Chicago winning this and I could see us winning the one later in week 18, yeah, but you know, we'll say this is a fun matchup. I think it's be low scoring, and uh, I'm just I'm excited to see Jordan Love go right there and ball. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Packers come out and win this this game. I, I think it's a great way to bookend the season. So you're starting out with the Bears, ending with the Bears, and even if they split it, I think this is a great, great. I, I don't want to say series because it's only two games, but a great matchup for both teams. And I think uh, as a starting game for both these quarterbacks, like. Justin Fields already had last season, you know, he has a little bit of experience, but Jordan Love has a couple games of experience. So Jordan Love may, may start out a little bit shaky, in my opinion, but I think he balances back into the Bears. I don't think they're going to drop out to too much of a lead with their off, with their offense. And, you know, I just think it's going to be a close game. Like you said, I, I like that you said it's a low scoring. I think it might be a little bit higher scoring, mid-20s, both teams. But I, I just think, I think the Packers come out and win this game and, uh, I think if the Bears do win, like you you mentioned, I think it's it's going to be DJ Moore and Justin Fields. That connection, if they're able to find that connection, like it's everyone's tough. hyping Jair, up, like Jair, it's tough. But you know what? That's like, tough. No, exactly. Too. It's tough to see how the Packers defense plays it because Joe Barry gives me headaches all season long. I don't know. Sometimes he'll match he up just Jair. Stays on one side. Sometimes he'll match up Jair with the best guy and have him follow him. And sometimes he's just playing zone the whole time and Jair's on yeah. one side of the field. So. It depends how they play them too. You know what I mean? I mean, if they just put best on best, I don't. I don't know. I think, I think that shuts it down really. Because then you look at the other matchups and who's who's the next receiver? Claypool or Mooney against Douglas? I like that matchup. And then I think your pass rush gets there. But yeah, like you said, yeah. I got the Packers winning too. And another reason why I think the Packers have a little bit of more of an advantage than the Bears too is because we played our starters in every preseason game. That is something that Matt LaFleur has not done since he's been in Green Bay, and it's a reason why we come out week one very flat, um, dating back to when we played the Saints week one. You know what I mean? We all know we had an awesome year. Aaron Rodgers won MVP. We lost the game 38-3 to week one. The next year, played Minnesota. We lost 23-10. We come out yeah, flat because so we don't be play another... our starters in the preseason and get the jitters out. You know what I mean? You have to get that game feel. It's just like high school, college football, right? We have that quad scrimmage, then you got the scrimmage, and then you got, and then it's week one. You know what I mean? Yeah, you get and, right and into Matt it. And Matt LaFleur finally did that with the starters. And I think, you know, you got to do that with a young receiving corps with Jordan Love. And he did that. So I think it's going to, I think it's going to help a lot. And you're going to see it week one. So I agree. I got I the Packers, Packers winner. And uh, I think Packers. Go, Paco. Let's go. Next game we got. Another huge division game, Sunday night football, 8.20 p.m. The Dallas Cowboys go over the New Jersey Cowgirls to MetLife yeah. to play the New York Giants. Um, This is my second game of the week. I think this is going to be an awesome game, down to the wire, very close game, mid-20s. Um, I got the Giants winning. I got the Giants, Giants winning. See. I think I think that I think Dak's a little upset with the organization, a little frustrated. I think his emotions play a little bit too big of a part. I don't think he plays that well. Giants defense got better. Giants had a really good offseason, right? They got weapons for Danny Dimes. Darren they, Waller. They they got some upgrades. They made some, you know, they got some upgrades on defense. And everyone's buying in. 
to that big meatball. So you know what? I got the Giants winning. They're not the fav- you know favorites to win. This is not my underdog pick. Um, that was the Steelers being the Niners, but I got the Giants winning Sunday night. Yeah, no, I I actually I had the Giants as well. And the reasoning is Dak Prescott is not a guy that's going to carry these Cowboys anymore. You saw it last last week of the season, last year. You saw him come out against the Commanders, and he fell to Sam Howell. Like, he just looked terrible. He threw, I think, a pick six and then another pick later in the game. He didn't look like himself. And, and yeah, they still have CeeDee Lamb. But Dak also, Pres- the Dak Prescott era in Dallas is going... It's coming. Ooh, it's, it's, it's going, going down, down soon. And you, and you think about it. Tony Pollard's coming off a broken leg. I don't know how much you can trust him. He, who knows? I don't. I'm not especially preying on against, injuries or anything against, like that. But that's a tough injury yeah. to come back from right away, and and be just yeah. And against that, just against like that, that, you know, Giants line. D- defensive line, that front seven, that's tough. I think, I think, I mean, you know, I, maybe it's just because the area I'm living in. I, th- you know, I think everyone's like, oh, Cowboys gonna win that game. But when you really think about it, and like the, f- the feel around here is like Giant. That's Giants are gonna win that game. That's at home Sunday night. I don't know. You got Dallas Cowboys coming in. Yeah. I just feel like the Giants are going to win. I don't think, I think they're the uh, better team when you look at the roster. Underdogs. When yeah, you look at the everyone, roster, not the better everyone's team, but saying, I think the Giants will win. Everyone's saying Cowboys top five roster in the league, which, I mean, on paper, like, they look pretty damn good. Like, their defense is solid. It's very, very solid. And yeah. then you look at their offense. Like, they have decent weapons. They have CeeDee Lamb. They have Brandon Cooks. and They have Gallup, who's back healthy. And, I mean, it's a solid O-line as well. But I, I just think... Cowboys, Dak Prescott takes a step back this game. I think Giants come out hot. I think he hits Darren Waller. I think Darren Waller, one to two touchdowns. He might have two touchdowns. And then you have uh, Saquon Barkley coming in hot as well. I don't know. I think uh, I'm excited to see how they do. Maybe uh, Micah Parsons has a big impact on this game on defense. If Micah Parsons has two to three sacks this game, I could see them possibly winning that game. But I I think, uh, you know, I'm just too excited for that, that Giants offense with the new weapon. Yeah, definitely. So this is my second pick for game of the week. My my game of the week, the must see TV. Yeah. This is yours too. Yeah, I think it, I think it's everyone's game of the week. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be Monday Night Football at eight fifteen. Get the Buffalo Bills heading to New Jersey again, baby, to take on the New York Jets, to take on the new look Jets, to take on Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Um. Yeah, I think this game is going to. Yeah, this game's the game of the week. It feels like a it kind of feels like a playoff game a little bit. Um, I don't know. I can say the same thing about Bears Packers, but this feels like a really important game, which it is, right? It's another division game, like the past two games. It's it's a big division game, week one. Aaron Rodgers, you know, not not only is his first game as a Jet, but it's first home game too. A lot of emotion. I think it's going to be a packed stadium. Um, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 going to be going on nonstop throughout the game. But I got the Buffalo Bills Spoilers. winning. Yep, I got the Bills no, I, winning. Do you have the Bills winning? Yeah, no, and I, and I mean, I, I, I want to say this winning. real quick. And I think, like, go, go, go. I, I want to say this real quick. I feel bad for our fans. Like, we've agreed about a lot of things in, in this week. But, like, the Bills, you know, I think they come in and spoil it. I think Me the Jets too. have too much Me hype too. coming in. Aaron Rodgers is going to come in. I think Aaron Rodgers, I'm not saying he necessarily has a bad game, anything like that. No, 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 I just no, think no. the Bills come out, they're excited to spoil this game. Like, this yeah, is the game they have circled that's on their what calendar. I, that's what I think, too. And I think knowing Rodgers and knowing knowing half the team, because half the team mm-hmm. are ex-Green Bay Packers, I think they come out a little slow. A little, they got to find their rhythm a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a close game. I think this will be a close game. It's going to come down to the final five minutes in the fourth quarter. Um, I think Buffalo makes the extra player too. But I think, like, I just I just think they're going to come out a little bit slow. A little bit kind of – a couple passes is going to be off. A couple, like, I think it's going to be a little bit slow. They got to ease into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rodgers didn't play a lot of preseason. He's got a lot of new teammates, a lot of old ones too, but a lot of new teammates. Offense line is a little shaky. You know what I mean? So I think, you know, I got Buffalo. I got Buffalo. Yeah, my mom's going to be pretty pretty psyched when the Bills come out. And uh, I think they go – I think they attack quick. With Stephon Diggs or maybe Gabe Davis. Like, you know, Gabe Davis has maybe five games a year where Gabe Davis just like – he comes alive, has two touchdowns, a two, 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 two touchdown game. This could be that game with Stephon Diggs being matched up against Sauce Gardner. I think, I think Gabe so. Davis. They got DJ Reed though. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. DJ, no, Reed's, Gabe, 
Why did you? I'm not saying. I'm not saying. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying like Gabe Davis, like he's gonna have a couple deep balls next or this this Monday, and I'm excited to see what the Bills do. Okay, interesting, interesting. So there you got it. You got Jenks hammers, um, picks for Week One. So going back real quick, your upset was what? Uh, Browns baby, a uh, dog Browns pound coming out and beating the Bengals. Beating the Bengals. My upset was the Steelers picking the Niners, and we both picked. Um, Bills, Jets, Bills, yeah. Bills versus Jets um, is the game, game of the week. week, and we both picked Buffalo winning. Of course, we got the Saints winning, we got the Packers winning, and uh, Sunday really can't come soon enough. All right, that's gonna do it for this episode. Hopefully, you hopefully you guys enjoy those picks. Um, maybe change your picks, and hopefully, we picked your team to win. And if not, hopefully, your team proves us wrong. Um, so me and Jenks had our fantasy football league drafts this past weekend, um, with some subscribers, 12 man league. It was awesome. I had a good time. Yeah, chat for was, joining, chat yeah. was fun. Thanks for everyone joining, uh, throughout the season. We're going to be giving you guys updates through that. Um, Jenks get drafted a pretty good team. I'm not really happy with mine, but me and Jenks are GMs of a team with a couple of our buddies from school that we played football with and, this team, 12-man league, PPR, this team we drafted is pretty nuts. Do you want to say it? Do you want me to say it? No, I, yeah, I can, I can do it. And, and I just want to point this out. Like, we had the sixth pick, which in, a, in, which in a 12th, when a 12-man league, like the sixth pick is kind of like that, purg- like that's a purgatory me pick. And, like, me and Jinx wanted early or late, but we, kinda, we, but we got right in the middle. So this is how we drafted. Yeah. This team is, if we don't win it, I don't, I don't know. Like, we I got, think. I don't know. Here, but yeah, here yeah. Here, let me 12, let me read up. Twelve man league, six round pick. Go for it. Here, I'll this do the goes. starters. You do the bench. All right. So All right. starters, our quarterback, Deshaun Watson. A little bit of a like, it was a little bit of a tough pick. Like, and we were like, do we get this guy? He's a little bit of a creep, but you know, <laughs> little, little but there's a lot of, of money on this line. There's a lot of money on this. On this, it was a this lot league. of money. So, so. Uh, Deshaun, we're betting on you, but we don't necessarily think you're a great person. Anyways, yeah. Bijan Robinson at running back, second round, second round, yeah, second round pick, Bijan Robinson. Second or second running back Kenneth Walker, which is a solid pick. Third, uh, our starting receiver Devontae Adams. He's our first round pick, and then second receiver. This guy fell to us in the third round, which we didn't really expect. Like six six pick, we didn't expect it. Chris Olave at receiver. Then at our tight end, we got David and Joku to kind of stack that with Deshaun Watson. Not a bad pick. Okay. Kind of had our eyes on. A, I think it was Juwan. Or we have never mind. We our eyes were on Evan Ingram. He got picked yeah. right before this, so we wouldn't really we have that Waller. chance. He went early, then Ingram, yeah. then he went. The Joku I love. He's yeah. So, he's fine. He's fine. He's solid. And then and then our flex. This is a great great for us. Our third receiver on the team is Debo Samuel. Third receiver. You know, like we got three wide receiver ones and Debo, who was widely valued around the league the last few seasons. I don't know. I don't know why he dipped a little bit this season. Like this guy was a top two round pick the last three years, I think, and maybe early third round. And we got him in what like the fourth or the fifth. So. Anyways, our defense is Packers, and then our kicker is Jason Myers, who I think is going to be a great kicker this year. Seahawks haven't really changed much. He was a great kicker last year. Yeah, so now the bench. The bench, you get Jerry Judy, right? I mean, he's going to fix those injury problems, but he's been Russell's go-to guy. If When he returns healthy, that's a receiver one for Denver. And looking at a team, that's a fourth receiver, Jerry yeah. Judy. So we're feeling pretty good about that. He's just going to get healthy. Um, next up, we got A.J. Dillon, who I love. Um, A.J. Dillon's a great pick. He's not going to eat up with those catches. That's Jones in the yards. But, like, A.J. Dillon's going to get, like, 10-plus carries a game. He's going to get those goal line touches. Last year, he had 700 yards and seven touchdowns as a running back, too. He finished running back 26, and he's a backup running back. So that's awesome for the bench. Then we get Jarek McKinnon, who's my steal. I've been drafting him in this every is, single league. If you guys are watching this guy. Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon, and you're drafting Wednesday night, the, the night before the season starts, go get McKinnon in the 10th, 11th, 12th round and he, make him your fourth, fifth running back. It will be the steal of your draft. This dude has over – he had 60-plus receptions last year with nine receiving touchdowns. Nine receiving yeah, touchdowns. PPR, that's huge. That doesn't just go away. McKinnon at running back, it's like another receiver. You put him in flex, you put him in RB2. He's a great pickup. Great pickup. Then we got Sky Moore that fell to us really late. Juwan J- Johnson, who's going to, who's, you know, we think can have a really big year in that Saints offense with Derek Carr. Then we got Gus Edwards, Jared Goff as a backup QB, and Rashawn Bateman. 
So we're loving that bench. That's pretty good. I'm happy with the running backs. Um, receiver, we just need you to get healthy, but that team is stacked. If we don't win it, I don't know. I don't know. I want to say I, I want to say like this is the closest you can get. In my opinion, it's like a perfect, perfect roster. Like this is yeah. That's May- maybe no trades. That was like, just right. That's how we drafted. That was it. I think that's nuts. Maybe like you could say like tight end needs a little bit of work, but like our receivers and running backs are so good, like it makes up for it. So yeah, it does. It does. All right. But with that being said, um, it's here. It's finally time. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, you know, please continue to support us. Listen to these, uh, listen to the podcast. Um, it's only going to get better from here. You know, we'll be recapping, giving our picks, you know, talking about any news. Um, week three, Packers versus Saints. Just saying it could be a punishment for whoever loses that game. We're going to make it fun every single week. We want you guys to join us Wednesday morning, afternoon. Um, this is this is what we've been waiting for. And by the way, we, re- we reached our goal on YouTube, which is 50 subscribers by the season. We're at 57 right now, 56, I think. Yeah. And, you know, it's just little goals, but they're going to stack up to wh- where we want to be, right? So by the end of the season, we want to be at 150, 200 subscribers. You know, that's where we want to be after the season. So please help us get there by subscribing. And uh, with that being said, we hope you guys um, enjoy Thursday night, enjoy Sunday, sit on the couch, have wings, whatever, chips, pizza, whatever is your go-to food, you snack, wish, yeah. sit on the couch. From 1 o'clock till 11.30 at night, enjoy football. It is finally back. Hope your team goes out there and wins, except if you're a Bears fan or a Titans fan. Hope you guys lose and have a miserable Sunday. But with that, Jenks, any closing thoughts? Nope. All I got to say is who that. Let's go. I'm ready. Go pack go. And with that being said, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Jenks Pod. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube at Jenks Harry Podcast. And with that being said, on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Week one, here we go. Thank you for tuning in to the Jenks and the Hammer podcast. Remember to leave a review and follow all of our social media pages at Jenks Hammer Pod for more content. Until next time, who that? And go, Pat, go. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.